Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tuesday Talks, where I talk about different topics and where people, through surveys, can in complete anonymity share their point of view on more controversial topics. My name is Esther, and I am your host. And today I'm accompanied by our guest, Elias. Welcome. Hi. Today's topic is conspiracy theories around the ongoing pandemic. For those who might be listening to this in the future and have no ID, we're currently in the pandemic of COVID-19, a highly contagious disease spreading from human to human. Symptoms are similar to, similar to a common cold at first. However, the disease can cause severe pneumonia, which can be fatal. Ever since the outbreak, multiple conspiracy theories have risen to surface and continue to be spread as a way of coping with the pandemic. I asked you what you believe of some of these theories. What do you believe? Um, honestly, I don't really believe in any of these conspiracy theories because they just seem like... I don't want to say bullshit, but... You're allowed to say of, bullshit. <laughs> most, of, most of them kind of seem bullshit and just a way to like... Yeah, as you said, deal with the and cope with the pandemic basically. Like think, oh no, this can't be the cause because it can't. This can't be happening. Certainly, it's made up. Exactly. And People always need to find a reason of why things are going yeah. on, and some of these uh, these theories are are their logic to it. Yeah. And then some people just seem to be able to exploit that, like exploit the fear, exploit that need for 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 uh, for logic and. Of kind of a conspiracy um, to push their views, basically some parties and stuff, yeah, and some organizations, and um, then when a group of those gather, they just fuel their their each other's view, and that probably kind of doesn't help us. Also, you mentioned Bill Gates. Can you tell me what theory there is about that? Because I haven't heard that one yet before. Just that Bill Gates created that virus so he can get um, a vaccine that would. Then also like implement the five G chip and people and stuff to spread five G. I guess <laughs> that's kind of, that's kind of all the theories uh, combined here. So these yes. these are theories that are mostly popular in the Netherlands. So I don't know how they're worldwide, but every time I watch the press conference in the Netherlands, I see people popping up with these in the chats and and on forums and on Twitter and stuff going absolutely crazy. And one of them is related to the 5G. Um, they they think that uh, 5G networks and COVID are linked, like either it's causing the the, the virus or um, it's, it's made to spread it faster. So implementing 5G everywhere will just actually spread the virus faster. And yeah. <laughs> Because that makes total sense that a network that um, magnetic waves cause a biological reaction, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to see that when we did the survey that at least no one who joined the survey feels that way. No one believes that 5G theory. Like, absolutely no one. So, again, I see this a lot in the Netherlands, so maybe it's just a real Dutch thing, but um, from all the other people that joined the survey, no one beliefs the 5g thing i mean i hear that a lot as well since then i just because i browse and read it quite a bit i'm just there while just making fun of that theory but there are a lot of people that apparently seem to believe that just, just go into a five in into a comment section comment section on facebook you see that everywhere and then, yeah i don't know it's very weird it's very weird and it's very silly but again thankfully no one that joined the survey believes into that um another thing that you said the bill gates um 
um, theory comes a bit with I see a lot as well that um, the tests that people are doing or the future vaccines are going to inject chips in our brains that either will track us or monitor what we're, what we're doing or our health is or, or basically to control us which which I can see why people would believe that like I don't believe it myself but you don't you know a chip is very small you might not see that you don't see what's in the test tubes you don't see what is in the in the in the needle okay a needle probably is even less likely because then it would be a very tiny chip but I can see why people come up with such a weird theory because that's a little bit harder to prove as an outsider unless you're the one <laughs> actually giving the test I guess yeah, in a way, I can see where people are coming from because also, like in a lot of sci-fi movies, they like have that with a chip in your brain and stuff. Um, but I doubt that like anyone would want to do that currently. I mean, I maybe guess, like, some countries would have a benefit in that. I mean, <laughs> so I mean, yeah. guess with some vaccines, I might be a little bit like like I've joked before. Like I don't, I wouldn't get a, a vaccine from Russia. I don't, I don't know it, it, it's i doubt if it's trustworthy to, yeah, it just to... works probably i don't I know <laughs> if it works work. or what what the game with that is so yeah. um yeah but well can i quickly there's yeah. also like this um i mean i'm probably if, I'm, i don't know but maybe you've heard about um elon musk wanting to implement chips in our brains to listen to music and stuff <laughs> i mean but that on, like People are hyping that in a way and cheering on Bill Gates, um, Elon Musk for that. And then on the, on the other side, they say, oh, no, 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 we don't want any vaccines and stuff because there might be chips implant implanted in our brains or in our bodies. Yeah, that's very, that very like common this. logic with people. Yeah. Like, as long as I can use it to listen to music and, you know, listen to the news and podcasts and stuff without having to have an actual device, then sure. But don't track where I'm going because I don't want to be busted when I'm skipping from work. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Yeah, well, when I look at the results, we see that um, 86% is not believing this theory at all. But 14% also maybe thinks that could be a thing. Maybe. Which I guess also just comes from the possibilities shown in sci-fi movies and stuff. And just, yeah, I guess because a lot of people are talking about that, then it might just be a possibility that someone thinks, oh, hey, I can I could actually do that, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I see that option can be around, like that opinion can be, yeah, can yeah. be around. Again, nobody voted yes, so nobody <laughs> who filled in these surveys is a 100% believer of this conspiracy yeah. theory. Um, another conspiracy theory is, is that not Bill Gates created it, but that China created it. Um, the Chinese government created the virus to damage Western economies. Because their own economy isn't getting damaged by the dollar. No, no, <laughs> definitely not, because we don't import half our stuff or three quarters of our stuff from China. No, never, never. Because that certainly is, works together, right? That's the biggest logic. Yeah, yeah. totally. Understanding. Also, I mean, yes, it came from China. Yes, they probably hid it a bit for too long. But come on. Yeah, like what game would a country have to um, create a virus like this? It doesn't control anything. And by a country either. like. Otherwise, they... it wouldn't have spread the entire world. Yes, basically. like I mean, they can't control it themselves. So why would they create it, right? Exactly. Yeah, I wonder what people try to accomplish with this theory. So it, it, to damage the Western economy, and like you said, it's not like their own economy isn't getting hit. They get hit just as bad. So I, I don't, I don't see why people where this logic is going. Like, 
just to spread hate against China, I guess, because, well, it benefits some certain people that they can... Yeah, have a, it fuels racism again. Yeah. It just gives, gives racist assholes another reason to hate people from a specific region. It's just... Yeah, I mean, um, if you saw how in February and March people that looked Asian have been treated or were treated, that's kind of was a bit crappy. That's actually interesting. So the conspiracy theory on our side here would be um, people are implementing these conspiracy theories to not deal with the pandemic, but instead give... um, give them a reason to be racist assholes again because basically that's what was already hidden inside them but they had to nurture it because otherwise they look like an asshole but now they have a reason to hate it because hey you know china created the virus so they bat people and now we hate everyone who's chinese kind of thing yeah that's actually yeah yeah they have a reason to show the racism, racism again it's the same with like migrants and just basically now well in the u.s for example with police violence and against people of color um, they can always say oh no they deserved it oh no um, because of that and that like yeah they can be they can just have reasons to show the racism again yeah, yeah. They, they can be assholes again that's very true that's very interesting well again with this theory that the Chinese government created the virus again no one firmly believes that there is uh, another 14% who says well maybe that seems plausible um, and yeah, the other 86% is uh, big nope um, th- these are just some of the theories. If people have more theories, please feel free to share them to podcast at asutic.com and I'll gladly look through them and maybe uh, do like a second batch of covering this issue. I always like digging into conspiracy theories. I just sometimes like to laugh at them because some of them are really <laughs> ridiculous and far-fetched. Yeah. And some others are actually very interesting to see like where do they come from and from what position um, are they created. I used to... There's this one um, subreddit, um, r slash conspiracy. They actually used to post quite interesting conspiracies about stuff before, well, Donald Trump happened, basically. And this just just started to be like a right-wing echo chamber. But yeah, before, they actually had quite interesting conspiracies. Like, I mean, obviously, like like every monthly 9-11 conspiracy and stuff. But then also, like, yeah, for John F. Kennedy and, like, who shot John F. Kennedy and such stuff. And just all those stuff. Those also actually... the fact that like every presidency seems to come with some enemy country with a terrorist clan behind it. Not saying the terrorist groups don't exist, but like linking them in a specific way that benefits the, the potential president candidate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In a good way, because if they get rid of a certain group or a certain um, start a war with a certain country, they just get the highest votes and the biggest, um, how do you say that? <laughs> support oh yeah 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 yeah, definitely yeah and nowadays it's just like oh yeah no china bad um europe bad um those bad that people bad that group of people bad that agency bad just like trump is now currently using the vaccine in his in his presidential race campaign that he's gonna bring the first bringer of the vaccine because that will give him all the votes to get another presidency for another four years so yeah meanwhile um wait how long was he like the fauci guy how long how long was he his top advisor for of the like the top guy for that like until i don't know june or so and like since then yeah he just has started like hating on fauci and like saying that what he what fauci does is bad and stuff but fauci is the one that has acknowledged in that side so i'm not sure like why he does this just to rile up his base against against him and against rational people i guess but oh well that's just that's just trump yeah also like he 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 um like he says yeah i have the vaccine but 
most of his most of his supporters don't even believe in Corona that way. So that is also kind of weird. This is a very weird counter <laughs> counteract because the supporters are like, "Ooh, the, the virus is a hoax. It's just a way to keep control of us," and blah 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 blah. But at the same time, it's like, "Oh, Trump will have the vaccine, so we're gonna vote mm, for him." Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's that seems, seems very like yeah classical intelligence yeah. <laughs> um, and, and again if you have more of the conspiracy theories please share them with us we'd like to dive into them again it's fun I like it another one of the theories is that there are multiple ways of how the corona test is done and it raises the question like why isn't there one way of corona testing why is every not, well not every country but why are there so many differences like why is it not one guideline of this is how the corona test is done um so i asked you if you could describe step by step how the corona test is done in your country um we got someone who says uh, they don't really know but then it's rather uncomfortable i think it's a drive-in station where someone swaps your cheek but i've also heard of the inside of the nose and back of the throat being swapped so i'm not sure how it's done so i think these are like people that haven't had the test themselves i haven't mm-hmm. had a test themselves i can't say for a hundred percent how they would do it here i think we have one where you get one sticking your nose all the way to the back and then they roll it around till they get all the gooey outside there yeah. and then that's it i think i don't remember something with a, ma- a mouth swap you've had it done i just gotta stick stuff into my nose and then swap to, like yeah collecting some dna there and stuff or just not i don't really sure what they actually collected but just yeah the gooey there inside um and then yeah that was it basically it was uncomfortable i mean i'm sure you everyone who like ever has had something stuck in your nose no. knows that feeling it's very uncomfortable but it's over quickly and then like well quickly not definitely not very quickly but yeah it's over quickly and then yeah. That's interesting. Someone showed me um, that one of the tests were being done where the swap was like entered through the mouth and then all the way to the back of the mm-hmm. throat. So that person would actually gag from it okay. being so far in the throat and then they would swap there. They just want to get some of your mucous membrane to see if there's any antibodies in there. I would assume. Mm. Yeah. Let's see. Another nasal swap. Stick a cotton stick into either mouth or nose for DNA. Um... Haven't tried it or watched footage here, but it's something with the cotton swap somewhere around the face. So yeah, again, all the mucous membrane, 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 membrane. Mem- membrane. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it is kind similar. of the same, but it's not a hundred percent. So I can see why some people are like, why is it not the same? Because why why do people decide whether it's the throat or the nose or both or? I guess different agencies, like different countries, different doctors, and different doctors like different methods of collecting mucous membrane. I wonder if they have discussed yet if there's like a, a standard to just use, just to calm guess, people yeah. down on that end. Now, another thing is, is like, um, we've gone through a whole lot of measures being taken to control this virus in every country, and every country does not the same way. And I get that those not are are not the same everywhere because not every country deals with the same amount of um, virus spread. It seems very regional even, like one part of the country can be completely different to the other part of the country. Um, So we just wanted to dig into like what is currently the the measures taken in each country. Um, Some people say face masks in public transport and shops, and that's basically it. 
Here in the Netherlands, we have to have face masks in public transport, but not in shops. So it's... <laughs> yeah, again, like it's just different standards, I guess. And yeah, um, I don't know why it's not not in shops as well in the Netherlands, because you get quite, cl- quite close to each other as well. Well, technically, yeah. would have to have the, the safety distance of one and a half meters, right? But even that is not currently very compliant in every shop. Like I've no. noticed, that's the only thing that I've been wondering, like here in the Netherlands, um, we've been seeing a very big rise. Like we're close to a second wave. Mm-hmm. And um, from all the measures now being enhanced to certain cities, like some regions allow face or, or forced face masks in the shopping streets, but not in the shops. There's like not a, a global or global, uh, a national, you need to wear a face mask in a shop. And it's interesting, like, why do we not decide to do it whereas other countries decide to do it Germany has been doing it for a while and pretty recently Switzerland started picking it up as well so there must be um, some sort of proven backing that that works so why is another country that has such a rise in spread not taking that measure (laughs) it's very interesting it's very interesting to see like we don't know what the best situation is but it makes you wonder why some some countries seem to acting a bit more poorly yeah um, I just may, maybe a bit more cautiously whether like according to like the use of face masks or like the the value of wearing face masks I guess or I mean I guess one way to look at it is um, the Netherlands trust their citizens more because they think oh they're gonna certainly um, uphold the standard of the this safety distance and that's why they think we don't need that we don't need to have measures for wearing masks in the shops. Oh, that's interesting. Also, early quarantine, nightlife is closed and masks in public. That's another measure that's been recently introduced in the Netherlands. We don't close our nightlife, no. We only tell them not not, not beyond 1 a.m. Yeah, close one, <laughs> one hour earlier, basically, yeah. Which is also a bit silly. Yeah. Um, but it seems that most, most countries choose for face masks, but not everywhere. Mostly just public transport, because they say yeah. public transport is the only place where people will get the closest but this is the place where least of the infections or like it's hard to say you can't really prove where the infections has happened but most of the infections seem to happen at places where more people come together like shops um, cafes restaurants um, family meetings parties um, student places i guess um one issue there is that in public transport you um contact tracing basically isn't as easy because you meet so many people there like you in the family obviously you know the the other people in a student home probably as well you have a list of who's there and stuff but in a train or in a bus you don't really have that like you don't have a list of passengers that are in the train or in the bus or any other form of in the tram or so so i guess that's probably what leads to having to wear face masks there because it's just it's like it's way harder in a um, done in public transport and in other it is, locations. It is understandable that it is chosen in public transport, but in public transport you're guaranteed to sit very closely together in bigger places with more people. But why don't we do that in other places where it's the same? I don't know. That's the interesting, yeah. that's the interesting I mean, idea. In the shop, so still... in, in a train it's like there's 50 people in a train they cannot guarantee one and a half meter distance, so they they have to have a face mask on. But then you go into a shop and they say you can have a hundred people in here, but we can't guarantee a hun- one and a half meter distance. But you don't have to wear a face mask. I guess <laughs> um, in a shop you can say, oh, people from that area here came to that shop, and then you can basically check in that area there. But it's the, that's 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 still but going after the facts. That's contact tracing. Yes, that's not preventing. Yeah, but like I guess it's just like to. I don't know. So that's the interesting thing that I think, like, why isn't there a standard? Why isn't 
all of Europe saying every country, if you want to travel out of the country, you have to take a test. And when you come back from the country, you have to take a test. And when you go into shops, everyone has to wear a mask. And when you go into public transport, everyone has to mask. Why is there like not a single standard for every place to just kind of narrow out some of the spread of the virus going on? Probably people not really want to do that. And so you as a country, as a government have to take into account that a lot of people wouldn't like after a while, a lot of people I guess some people um, wouldn't really obey to these measures anymore. And for the testing, well, there probably just aren't enough tests available for that, I guess. That part I can understand. Yeah, they are really... I mean, if you see what was tested in in early times of the, of this virus, like in March or April or even in February, like there barely were any tests. And yeah, that doesn't really help when there's not enough tests around to then try to do mass testing. I guess it just also has to do with every country still wants to do their own thing. That's just, yeah. Definitely, definitely. That's also the interesting thing that where you said that there's not enough tests, that's another thing that a lot of people are currently complaining about. Like, oh, um, how is it that right now we have so many um, more people testing positive in corona, but there's not as many in the hospital, even though the numbers in the hospital uh, admissions are currently rising as well. But why aren't there as many as there were in March, April? Well, simply because there weren't tests in March, April. And all those who were confirmed cases of corona were the ones already admitted into the hospital in a pretty bad state. Whereas the actual amount of infect, in fact, it could be way higher than we actually know because we couldn't test everyone. Yeah, definitely. It might have literally been three, four thousand a day. We don't yeah, know because we didn't, we, could, we didn't have that amount of tests. And now we have the test so we can see it earlier and make sure that, that you know, people uh, stay more inside as soon as they get confirmed that they have corona rather yeah. than going around with their snotty nose and then... Still spreading the virus. And <laughs> yeah. then, yeah. But yeah, that's, really, that's, that's what you said. It's really just, yeah. There weren't enough tests in spring and now they have more. So then you can do that more testing and then you get more cases. Yeah, exactly. So if you were the leader of your country, what would you have done? That's very hard to say because I don't have the knowledge, but I would pretty much just listen to scientists, to what scientists say, um, what they would advise me to do, because then like they have the knowledge and I don't. So... Yeah, that's very interesting. So, because earlier mentioned, people might not want to do that for long term. Wear face masks, for example. What if the experts say everyone needs to wear face masks in every confined place where more than four people cannot take more than a half, one and a half meter distance? Hmm. Now it comes like that's good. It goes into a whole other subject as well, like how to enforce your government's rules and stuff like how much enforcing is too much how much enforcing is too few too little i mean i guess you can just just still enforce it try to enforce it and then i mean you probably risk like election losses and stuff in the future but it's about now it's about the current situations Mm. it's about the current situation so you gotta act now you don't really just have to think about proper about the next elections and stuff you have to think about situation where people people might die so i think that's why every country is so different because some people might be way more worried about the elections and how they stand um against their 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 um their country uh, how they how they look for the country compared to just listening to what the experts say um and doing what is advised yeah yeah probably uh, 
like you see um if you look at i mean i just can i mean in my country like in switzerland it's not really there haven't hasn't really been that much of a shift between like parties and stuff when it comes to measures but um for example i just i don't know if that's still like this but in germany for example at least in some regions of germany I've read that the conservatives, like the CDU, um, they've some they've gained some like some percents, and because they some of them were for lower for lower measures for less strict measures, and people like that. So I guess yeah, it really depends on also depends on the mentality of the people. Yeah. If that if that shifts and yeah, but for example in New Zealand, I doubt there was like a, sh- a huge shift in party voting and stuff. And they had very strict measures, and they had very low cases to actually that, and very little cases, and, and I'm not sure if someone even died there. But yeah, they had they had very little um, changes there, I guess, with very strict measures. Strict measures, so it works. But you just have to have the right people. Yeah. Um. Someone is also saying, honestly, and all the German response was pretty good in hindsight, so they would do the same. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like there was a lot of let's see what happens. So there's a lot of confusion. I would have been more clear about uh, decisions that were made and perhaps acted sooner rather than later. That was also in, like that was a huge thing in Switzerland, and we kind of reacted way too late. Well, not way too late, but quite quite late, um, because we like um, our government just kept saying, "Oh yeah, let's wait, let's wait, let's wait." Let's wait and we see. see. Yeah. And, yeah. And then suddenly there were a lot of cases, and then suddenly they had to act. Yeah. So they could have probably acted a bit sooner. Mm. So kind of like this person, like yeah. just look more at like what causes the least confusion and is the most clear and maybe not always the most fun, but at least gives the best result in yeah. the end, yeah. like Definitely. New Zealand. Yeah. For example, we um, most of our early cases came from Italy, like travelers back from it, like tourists and stuff back from Italy that came back returned from Italy or from vacation or work trips. And Italy already was known to have a lot of cases then. So our government just, have, just should have said, no, you don't can travel to Italy anymore. The, few, the, the people that are, that are there, they, they can come back, but they have to go into quarantine and stuff. That was just done kind of too late, I guess. But oh well, now yeah. in hindsight it's 2020, I guess. So yeah. I think a lot of these are in hindsight 2020 because I think that's kind of how it transferred from China as well. Like you had the Chinese New Year and then yeah, people flew to China to celebrate Chinese New Year with their family and their friends and their acquaintances and then they came back. Um, and there was no testing done or quarantine or just my, very mild not, measures? Not, not right away, no. I think like maybe within a week it did happen quite quickly that the numbers started going up very fast and that within a week people were told that they can't go back and they have they want to go back, they have to go strictly immediately in quarantine. But mm-hmm. another thing is that not every co- country actually lives up to quarantine. So they just tell you, oh, you have to go into quarantine, but they don't check. They don't act oh, yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, I just re- I read some stories that um, well, well that people, yeah, sometimes people come checking like every day or every two days, but then also stories that sometimes they just wouldn't come check for a week or so, which I don't know if that's smart if you want to enforce quarantine. You can't enforce quarantine. You can't expect people to just sit in their home and take their... I mean, ideally, you would want people to take their responsibility and sit at home and not go outside. But you can't force that on people if there's no no consequence to it. 
there needs to be like most people it's kind of silly but there's like just a small percentage of people who can take some um self-discipline and say i do not want to pose a threat to elderly and and lower immune people um so i'm going to stay inside because i might be a risk to them that that's just a small percentage of people like most people act upon consequence and only if they know that there is an actual consequence to what they're their actions might cause and they will listen to it they will be a law-abiding citizen but if there's no consequences so if people are not going to to act upon the uh, quarantine by checking up on you then they're just not going to do it i guess yeah and in like the early stages of the whole virus there weren't really any consequences in I don't think there were that many consequences in any country, like in the early stages, because they were just like it's something new and you didn't know how to deal with it and you didn't know, oh, what's enough for quarantine or, oh, what can we do if someone doesn't obey quarantine? Like, yeah, it just and then, yeah, they didn't have to face consequences, basically. And yeah, they they, they, like they did. And probably people didn't believe that what it might cause if they go out and spread the virus. So, yeah. Here someone else says, early quarantine for sure and strict control in avenues where many people gather. Listening to what the science says and implement it swiftly in order to save as many human lives as possible to get the gears running again quicker. So again, just enforce. Just enforce and don't yeah, but <laughs> act yeah. too much upon what people might think. I think in some scenarios you just can't, you can't please them all. You can't please yeah. no one actually. Yeah, you just yeah. gotta, you gotta, you gotta, yeah, deal with it. Yeah, sometimes... That's why you're a leader. Yeah, I guess, yeah. (laughs) And, and yeah, you just have to make a decision and then, yeah. You face the consequences of that decision as well, then. Programs for at risk and elderly so they don't have to leave their homes. That's a very good one. I mean, I did see that uh, people were gathering um, when there was good weather outside on the grass areas to entertain the elderly people. But I have read recently that the numbers of... um, loneliness within elderly people has really risen since the whole pandemic going on because well you know they can't see their loved ones they can't see their family they can't see their 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 grandchildren their pets maybe even like they just get very lonely like they are already getting lonely but now it's just increased so much more so programs for at risk and elderly whoever wrote this Thank you for thinking of that, because that's definitely, I think, something that still to this day a lot of countries can can maybe start picking up on. Like, you know, we have to take measures, but we also have to think about the um, mental health consequences of all this. Yeah, and but but also just what the, what the person said, yeah, you have to, and what you said, yeah, countries should, should do that, or societies should do that way more often anyway, like take care, take care of the elderly people, like make sure they don't get lonely, make sure they don't, yeah, they don't face men- mental health issues just by increasing, being lonely. Yeah, increasing mental health options, yeah. I don't know how that is now, but I mean, all I see is just a more advertisement about, oh, um, the pandemic might make you feel more lonely or stressed out or things like that, and you can call us, but like... Um, there should be more campaigns about um, people, um, people, how to say, people kind of motivating each other to call each other, for example. There should be more motivation, more, there should be more promotional campaigns to push people to touch base with each other in 
social distance ways. So don't go and visit each other, but try to call each other more. Try to video call each other more. And it shouldn't just come as a, but people should do that anyway, because apparently that doesn't happen as much. Mm. Otherwise people wouldn't feel as lonely. Um, so there should be more active campaigns, I think, for that as well. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think with that, I, I we can conclude our episode for today. Or yeah. do you have something else that you'd like to uh, tell people? Keep your distance, people. <laughs> Keep your distance, wash your hands, wear your forking face mask all over your face. Don't let your nose hang out. It might still get drippy and you, you can still catch things. And don't give me the excuse of, but my eyes might catch something. If you wear your face mask and you sneeze, it will already block the droplets from reaching as far as your eyes. Don't be silly. Don't be stupid. Be, yeah. more, be, more, be more intelligent than that. Come on. And otherwise start wearing glasses. <laughs> no, if you really be. feel <laughs> like that is... Uh, um, yeah, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week. And maybe it's me alone, maybe with another guest. We don't know. It's always a surprise. Next week, if you have any ideas for the podcast, please send them over to podcast at asutic.com and head over to asutic.com every Saturday around 10 a.m. in the morning to fill in a new survey so that we have stuff to discuss. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thanks for having me.